0: Support for WRFA is brought to you by Quadrant Biosciences, now providing no-cost COVID testing in Chautauqua County. Quadrant Biosciences has partnered with Chautauqua County to provide free COVID testing. For more information on how to schedule an appointment, visit quadrantbiosciences.com slash COVID testing. Support for WRFA is also brought to you by Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union. Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union provides credit union membership to people who live, work, worship, attend school, do business, and any other entities within Chautauqua County. For more information, including how to become a member, call or text 716-665-7000 or visit them on the web at 665-7000.com.
1: You've been listening to Community Matters. The James Prendergast Library has begun a new education initiative named in honor of former Director Murray Bob. Community Outreach and Programming Manager Jen Champ tells us more about this collaborative initiative as well as about other exciting programs at the library. We are at the Prendergast Library. In fact, we're in the children's room with Jennifer Champ here at uh, James Prendergast Library. Thanks for ha- meeting with me today to talk about some of the things going on at the library. So, Thank you very much for coming in. Yeah, one of the great things that is that there's a lot of different things happening programmatically over the over the season and stuff but you recently let us know about a new educational initiative that's happening here can you tell us more about that
0: sure so it's called the Murray L Bob educational initiative Murray Bob was a former longtime director of the Prendergast library and Cauga library system who passed away a number of years ago when he when he died they uh, had a lecture fund in his name uh, and we've been uh, having a lecture, Murray Bob lecture here at the library for a number of years. Well, last year we met with Mrs. Bob and we really wanted to expand on the educational programming at the library. And she agreed and we were gonna use this fund to kind of offer the community some free educational programming, utilizing uh, relationships with uh, community organizations. So we bring the organizations here to the library to run programming and uh, it benefits them, benefits our community and we really have a a connection here um as the library is like kind of a community space where we can offer this program
1: so i I was looking through some of the programs that you have one coming up on thursday the 10th and this, this feature will, will be airing just after it, it concludes, unfortunately, um, but you're working with the Audubon. So can you tell us some about what other uh, events you're doing with them?
0: Sure. Um, so the Audubon is, we picked two community organizations. Our goal is every year moving forward to select community organizations that we can work with to offer this educational programming. This year we've selected uh, working with uh, the Audubon and Infinity. We're very excited about that. Um, They were wonderful and came up with some great programming ideas. So Audubon is going to be offering a number of different things throughout the year. We've actually scheduled everything through the end of the year um, right now. And uh, they're going to have a nature play uh, station here on the last Saturday of the month from 11 to 2. Uh, Their educators will be here um, talking about having a table where people can kind of engage with uh, natural materials related to animals that live in and around the city. So understanding the wild animals that we share the city with a little bit closer. Um, And then they're gonna have a three-part monarch butterflies uh, lecture program. We're going to have a uh, a community science day here and in in the summer we're gonna have some um, programming where we get to know uh, you can get to know your community by walking and understanding the natural environment just in your neighborhood and a lot of this information is all available on our website we have a page on our website explaining um, all the educational programs they are gonna be offering through this initiative the dates they are um, gonna be happening and a little bit more information about what each one entails
1: Mm -hmm. I was thinking with the Audubon I, I frequently go there to walk the trails and everything but I realized that it's it's a little ways out of the city and have them come downtown where people can walk to the library and everything that that is a real
0: great collaboration there right works very excited and that was one thing that they were interested in as well the outreach component to this uh, reaching people that might not be able to get to Audubon's um, facility um, and bringing some of their programming down here they do amazing work at the schools you know they work with the leap camps during the summer so they are experts at this kind of educational outreach and we are very excited to offer it here at the library
1: and you mentioned you're also working with infinity what's the programming that you'll be doing with them Um,
0: so we're going to be working with the um, with deb from the um, pearl city clay house and she's going to be offering some um, paper arts and programming here she does a number of wonderful classes through that Pearl City Clayhouse is an off, uh, in affiliation with Infinity. hasn't opened yet. My understanding that it's going to be fully open, you know, hopefully soon and maybe this spring or summer, but they do have a website and you can find information on that. So we're going to, our first class is going to be a one stitch book binding class um, with Deb. And that is going to be very exciting. So it'll be a two part class that you can sign up for to learn how to do this book binding. Um, we're also going to be offering a series of drumming, workshops here on the library's front lawn um, over the summer, which will be really great, like kind of a community space to learn drumming, get together, if you have a drum, bring it. Um, and we have infinity staff that will be here to facilitate those. Um, so once again, if, if everybody's interested in, in these programs, you can find them on our website. Uh, there's a whole list of, of what we have offered throughout the rest of the year.
1: Now you mentioned that they're free, but do people, should people register for these?
0: Some of them are registration-based, and that is indicated on our website and on any Facebook posts that we do. Um, Others, like the Nature Discovery State, that's a drop-in program. You know, you can come here. I will mention that we um, had a lot of feedback where parents and caregivers were very interested in having the Makerspace open on Saturdays. So what we're doing now is we're opening the Makerspace from 11 to 12.15 on Saturdays for drop-in sensory kind of play, so geared toward all ages. But especially for those that are uh toddlers and um this nature place um discovery station will be here during the same time so it's kind of a drop in experience so you could come down to the library on the 20 I think it's 26 um and uh, no, I'm sorry, the 28th, uh, excuse me. And um, you can come to Sensory Play and you can uh, stop in at the Nature Discovery Station and meet some of the Audubon educators. So it's a great after, uh, day there planned at the library.
1: And now speaking of the Makerspace, the Makerspace recently received a donation. Right,
0: yep. This was a memorial donation in honor of David Abbey, who, who passed away uh, uh, recently. And um, his family and friends uh, got together and realized that he had a real love for tinkering and you know also like automotives and repairing things. And they wanted to, to do something in his honor that kind of recognized that love of tinkering. So they uh, contacted us and we purchased um, some new robotics kits for the Makerspace as well as a storage uh, center where we can store materials. It has a plaque with his name on it. Um, And the robotics kits will be um, debuted in March. I think we have March 2nd and 16th. So during our Makerspace programming from 3.30 to uh, 5, the new robotics kits will be out. And uh, staff will uh, instruct uh, people on how to use them. And they're really, really cool. I think I'm going to stop in at one of those times so that I can learn how to use these uh, new robotics kits. So.
1: What are the other things? I'm thinking the makerspace is expanded in terms of what it offers. What else besides these robots is in the makerspace area now?
0: Um, well, we have different. So Monday through Friday, the makerspace is open 3:30 to 5, and then I mentioned on Saturday we're open 11 to 12:15. Oh. There's different stations. they are rotating stations that are staff led. So we have on Mondays as more of an arts and crafts space. So like we'll have a, a art and craft uh, station. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are like tinkering, where we do different kinds of uh, programming related to kind of uh, makerspace building concepts and things like that. And then uh, Wednesdays and Fridays are more kind of a tech, high-tech day. We do a lot of the robotics on those days, as well as our 3D printing. That being said, there's other stations that are set up all the time. So we have, you know, a toddler area with sensory play. We have blocks and Legos. We have kinetics... uh, magnetic blocks that people can build with fort building there's a really cool you know there's just kind of like a station in the where you can do some just general arts and crafts and drawing and that kind of thing so those are available all the time and we kind of just rotate the special stations during the week
1: wow going back to the uh the murray bob education initiative Mm -hmm. Is this something that you receive funding for, or is this something that both organ- all the organizations that you work with were just able to do within the capacity they have?
0: Uh, no, this funding comes from that Murray Bob Memorial Fund. So um, this is allowing us to, to bring these community organizations here. When Mrs. Bob met with us, um, she was very interested she, uh, in expanding educational programming here, and um, and we wanted to we always did the lecture but we thought well, we could do some more classes we could do some uh, programs with our local community and we have such great organizations here that do so much so we thought it would be a great opportunity to bring them in get people here at the library um, get them exposed to some different things uh, that are offered in our community and and really kind of enrich our educational uh, programming through that
1: is there anything else that is coming up uh, in library programming that you'd want to tell us about?
0: Well, um, this is basically what's on our, our, our field right now. We still offer our story times on Tuesdays and uh, thir- uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays um, at 10.30. Uh, we also have a crafting drop-in and all- club uh, that meets um, on Thursdays from 5 to 7. Those, uh, all this information is available on our website. The crafting um, club, they tend to have a... Uh, Craft every other week. We'll have a uh, kind of a learning craft. Like last this month was knitting, crocheting, that kind of thing. But you also can bring your own projects and drop in and just spend time with people who like to create (laughs) and craft. Um, So we all uh, we have those programs moving forward. We're getting we're getting excited about summer reading already. Can you believe (laughs) that? And looking out at the snow, I'm like, I want summer reading here, right? (laughs) But uh, we're we're excited to to offer uh, a think it's going to be an amazing summer We're we're going to be working with even more community organizations bringing more people here we are going to launch the summer programming with a community block party on may 21st Um, so that information will get out to the community pretty soon it's a little too early yet but we're excited to to have this uh ramping up and um I guess, you know, I'm just stay tuned for all this, this stuff that's going, and going on. Right. And one
1: of the things I noticed is that, well, you know, while we are sitting here in the children's room, that a lot of these activities, they seem to be for more than just children, that they expand over age groups.
0: Right, right. Our, our goal, when we had a, a community survey that was put out a number a couple of years ago, uh, we had a lot of feedback that, you know, said, oh, we, this is what we'd like to see. And we had people that responded to you know they wanted like lecture programs they wanted crafting clubs they wanted uh more community outreach and so based on that we really looked at our our direction and developed a strategic plan that put this at the forefront what the community wanted and so that's what we're hoping to achieve with this and we've had really great feedback and um, last summer i think i mentioned to you before we had some unprecedented numbers at our, our programming. So we're excited to continue that with 2022.
1: Anything else you'd like to add?
0: I don't think so, but I just appreciate you coming and visiting us here and and uh, and look forward to speaking to you as it gets closer to maybe the block party and the summer reading program. Mm-hmm. So.
1: <laughs> and for our listeners, if you can just, you've mentioned the, the check the website. Can you remind us of the website again?
0: So it's uh, prendergastlibrary.org. And um, you can also always call the library as well, 716-484-7135 if you have any questions about our programs.
1: Jennifer Champ, thanks for
0: talking with us. Thank you very much.